Grace, mercy, and peace be to you from God our Heavenly Father and our Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. I want to especially welcome this morning our seven confirmands, and uh, we will be seeking God's blessing for you uh, in this service in a special way. But today, I want to talk a little bit about Palm Sunday. I love palms. I just think there's something about bringing the palms out and waving them around. It's just, it just really enhances the worship. Uh, most of you know that uh, Marty and I grew up around San Diego, and uh, the streets are just lined with palm trees. It's just a, an incredible place. And uh, the, the palm trees just grow so well out there in this, that hot tropical climate. And uh, it almost signifies this leisurely lifestyle, sitting on the beach, breathing in the open, the ocean air and being warmed by the hot sun. You ready to go? <laughs> this is my second sermon. I'm ready to go. <laughs> a few years ago, we flew the entire family out to California, and uh, my wife corrected me today. I was thinking it was my second daughter, but it was actually my second son who uh, made this statement when we got off the plane. We, uh, of course, it was a beautiful day. It was one of those picture postcard days, you know, you just incredible. Sun was out, 80 degrees. You couldn't have asked for a more beautiful day. And we got our bags and we went outside. And even at, uh, at uh, Lindbergh Field in San Diego there, the, uh, as soon as you walk out into the streets there, you just see these places lined with these beautiful palm trees. And uh, as I said, Marty corrected me from my first service today. It was our second son that looked out and said, and we left here. Why? <laughs> you know, it's no wonder that college kids head to the California coastline or to Florida during spring break. No pressures, no tests, no papers, no teachers. Can I get an amen? Yeah. Just pure fun and sun and relaxation. Oh man, I'm ready to go. Well, kids, you know, those of you who are here with us here in Southern Illinois, um, there may not be any palms or coastal cruising on your agenda, but you do realize that spring break means you're going to get a break from the shackles of school assignments and a little time to enjoy the spring air, allergies and all, which we never had out in San Diego, go figure. You get to go out and fly a kite or ride your bike. It's just a glorious time. And so for many folks, Palm Sunday is kind of a reminder that spring is coming. It's right around the corner. In ancient times, Palm branches symbolized goodness, well-being, and victory. They were depicted on coins and important buildings. King Solomon had palm branches carved into the walls and the doors of his temple. On the walls all around the temple, in both the inner and the outer rooms, he carved cherubim, palm trees, and open flowers, and check it out in 1 Kings chapter 6 if you want. When Jesus entered Jerusalem, 
The people had seen enough. Jesus was the one who would bring goodness and well-being and victory to a downtrodden people of Israel. They were bringing him in on a donkey to proclaim him the king of Israel. If anyone could do it, Jesus could do it. They had heard of and some had witnessed the miraculous things that Jesus had done. How he had healed the sick, made the dumb to speak, the blind to see, and even raising the dead. It was way past time for the Messiah to come and put down the enemies of Israel and to create those times of refreshing that Israel so longed for in the Old Testament. Israel needed a spring break. And it looked as though Jesus could make spring break year-round. So they collected their palm branches And they laid him on the road before him as he rode into Jerusalem amongst the triumphant shouts. There's only one problem. Jesus didn't take a road of palms to celebrate spring break. He came to be enthroned, of course, but not like you'd think. He came to be enthroned on a cross. Jesus wanted more than anything to bring goodness and well-being and victory to the people of Israel, but not just Israel, to the whole world. And it would take a lot more than riding down a palm-strewn road to bring victory to Israel. They needed a king who knew to count the cost and then pay that cost to bring victory. Now, while Paul, St. Paul was instructing the church at Philippi, he said, have this mind among yourselves, which is yours in Christ Jesus. And he goes on then to describe the work of Christ. He goes on saying, who, though he was in the form of God, did not count equality with God something to be grasped, but emptied himself. And taking the form of a servant, being born in the likeness of man, and being found in human form, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. Palms For Jesus became a road not to bring rest and relaxation for himself, but a road to the cross. You know, it's not really so much of a mystery to us who live 2,000 years after this time. We know that Jesus left the glories of heaven, set aside his deity to take on the form of a servant and putting on human form in order to become the sinless Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. Anything short of that mission, no matter how much 
He might have been drawn to that Mediterranean coast, which I've heard is a beautiful place as well, would have been to put the mission in jeopardy and the salvation of the world at great risk. Jesus was obedient. Never turning to the right or to the left. That's your right and your left. He set his face like flint and was determined to follow the palms not to a spring break, but to a cross. And thank God he did. Today, churches, Christian churches all over the world are going to be distributing palm branches and to their worshipers and celebrating. Today we will remember with, with them Christ's sacrificial death on the cross. We will praise Him for His salvation and we will look forward to His second coming. We wave the palm branches to mark the beginning of Holy Week, a solemn week focusing on the final days of Jesus' life. Holy Week culminates on Easter Sunday, the most important day in Christianity. And all this points back to the cross. But we who know the end of the story know that a glorious day is coming. One filled with goodness, well-being, and victory. You know, there's a wonderful picture in the Bible. People from every nation and race with raised palm branches in their hand to honor Jesus. This is from Revelation of John, chapter 7, verse 9. After this I looked, and there before me was a great multitude that no one could count, from every nation, tribe, people, and language, standing before the throne and before the Lamb. They were wearing white robes and were holding palm branches in their hands. There we will see Jesus, whom God has highly exalted and bestowed upon the name that is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow and every tongue confess. In heaven, on the earth, and under the earth, and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is the Lord, to the glory of God the Father. You know, I have this powerful feeling backed in with Scripture behind me, and I have a feeling that we are going to reach those streets of gold in heaven, and possibly holding those palm branches in our hands, we're going to look up to Jesus and say, and you left here, why? And Jesus will simply smile at us and say, I left here to find you and to bring you home that we may live together in good goodness, well-being, and victory. That's what God has done for us in Jesus Raise those palm branches and celebrate the goodness of God. In Jesus' name, amen.